This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and podcast where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about you need to be still. And we're coming from the book of Psalm 4610. So grab your journals. Speaking of journals, make sure you click the link in the description and purchase your Christian Bay journal. They're available in pink. They're available in pink and black, and they're perfect for taking notes while you listen to the podcast. You need to be still y'all i'm so excited to share this word this fresh revelation with you guys and i'm excited because i don't even need any notes for this episode okay you guys know last week i didn't put out an episode because i've been praying and fasting like no other on april 1st god told me i needed to do a five-day fast so i fasted from social media some days i fasted from meat some days i fasted from eating in general and i did want to touch on what is fasting because a lot of you guys asked me and dm me when i did finally post on social media after the five days fasting is a sacrifice fasting is where you say god i'm turning down my flesh in order to build myself up spiritually and become more like you and to hear from you so it's whatever your flesh would crave that is what you're sacrificing it's no i know the old testament or You know, our older generation will make us feel like there's all of these rules and restrictions to fasting. There's not, y'all. God honors a sacrifice. And you come into God and saying, God, this is something that I do every single day. This, What do you do every day? You eat every day. So that's why the basics to fasting is usually food because that's something that you need every single day. So you're making your flesh submit to a spiritual agreement or a spiritual understanding that you have with God, that God, I am not going to eat. Instead, I'm going to pray. Instead, I'm going to read your word. Instead, I'm going to spend more time with you. So it is an exchange. You're starving your flesh and feeding your spirit. That is what fasting is in summary, right? So what that means is that there's not only one way that you can starve your flesh. My flesh craves to be on social media sometimes. Sometimes my flesh flesh craves to hang out with people. Sometimes my flesh craves to watch TV. Sometimes my flesh craves to be on the phone all day instead of praying. There's different ways that you can starve your flesh. So don't think that the only thing you can fast is food. Yes, that's the main way is to fast food because it produces the most discipline because your body is going to crave food. But some days I fasted meat because my body also craves meat. So with me fasting meat, I had to be disciplined to not eat meat. And I also had to be intentional with figuring out, okay, what am I going to eat? Because I'm not eating meat because I made this promise to God. And if my body, my flesh 
tells me that I want meat, I'm going to pray and ask for God to give me strength. On the days where I wasn't eating for 12 hours, I was going to pray instead of eating. When I get hungry, I'm going to open the Bible. When I get hungry, I'm going to read the word of God because this is the bread of life. I'm going to watch me a sermon. I'm going to do something that feeds my spirit because spiritually I've made this contract. I've made this agreement with God and I'm not allowing my flesh to break it. Fasting, prayer and fasting, because a lot of times there'll be people like someone told me, well, I haven't been eating. So basically I've been fasting. If you just went without eating, you wasn't fasting. Like you just went without eating. It's the difference when you say to God, God, I'm not going to eat. Instead, I'm going to pray and spend more time with you because y'all on the days where I talk to God and I say I'm going to fast. It's like the times where I normally wouldn't be hungry. I'm hungry now because my flesh knows spiritually there's an agreement. Spiritually, I'm, I'm doing something with God. So now my flesh is even hungrier than it normally is. So you just going without eating and saying, oh, yeah, that's the fast. No, that's not because you didn't make that agreement with God. You didn't set it up and really discipline yourself to stick to what you told God you were going to do. Because then if you ate at a certain time, there was no you didn't feel any guilt because you didn't have an agreement in the beginning. So why would you think you can just reap the rewards and say, oh, yeah, I can say this was a fast. No, it's called prayer and fasting. And prayer is where you pull strength from God to starve your flesh and feed your spirit in whatever way that looks like. I've seen people fast from their phone from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'm not touching my phone. My friend did that in college, y'all. If we needed to contact her, we had to send her an email because she was in class on her laptop because her phone was home and off from six to six. And it produced discipline that came from a spiritual agreement. Fasting produces spiritual characteristics in you. And if you can starve your flesh and gain spiritual discipline, there's no limits to what you can do if you train yourself to be able to stick with what God is telling you to do in the spirit and stick to the agreements that you have with God. I pray that that short summary of what prayer and fasting is really helps you guys understand it and really encourages you guys to fast because like I said, before I went on that unplanned rant, on April 1st, God told me to do a five-day fast so I was not on social media. I did not put out a podcast last week. And then on the, when the five-day fast was up, I did post on social media, but I also posted on my Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore that I would be extending the fast. So that is what I did. But I'm excited to share this word with you guys because this is the word that I know God wants me to put out and it just happened. It's a fresh revelation and I'm excited to put out this word because I don't even need notes for it. So I have Josiah with me. So if you guys hear anything in the background, it's Josiah. He's not, he knows how to be really, really quiet when I'm recording. But Josiah is with me for the week. You guys know my godson, Josiah. I love him so much. And yesterday, my mom was going to look for a new car, and we were with her. And while we were there, there was a car that the car salesman brought out. And I was sitting in the passenger seat. My mom was in the driver's seat. The car salesman was standing next to her. And Josiah was in front of me, standing outside of the passenger seat. 
So the car salesman was asking my mom if she wanted to go on a test drive. And while he was asking my mom if she wanted to test drive, Josiah was asking me if I was going to fasten him into the back seat. But he was like so excited. So he's like running to the back seat to open the door. And I'm telling him, stop opening the door because you might close your fingers in the door. And then he's like, okay, put me in the back seat, fasten me up. And I'm like, okay, hold on because I'm trying to see if my mom's going to test drive this car because if she's not going to test drive this car, then I don't need to get out and put you in the back seat and fasten you and close the door which I'm trying to see what there so as you guys can see it was just a lot going on the guy is trying to get her to test drive it she's like huh I don't really know Josiah's jumping up and down it was just a lot going on right you guys can picture it so in the midst of all of that happening like I said Josiah was running back and forth trying to open the door coming to me telling me to put him and eventually I said stop I said stop and stand here and be still do not move be still that's it I don't have any other words, nothing else to say because I could not give him any other answers or any other words because I was still trying to figure out if my mom was going to test drive the car or not. So being that I'm over here working on this situation, getting clarity from it, I can't give you the next step on what to do. What if I get out this car and I put you in the back seat and I fasten you in and I close the door and then she says she doesn't want to test drive the car. So now you're in the back seat for no reason and we both just wasted time because you didn't even need to get in. If you would have just been still when it was time to make a move, I would have told you what to do. And after I said, stop and be still, God gave me this revelation. So I don't know who this word is for, but God is saying to you, you need to be still. Psalm 46 and 10 says, be still and know that I am God. And when I read that verse in other translations, it says, calm down. When you need, when you read it in another translation, it says, calm down and know that I am God. Josiah needed to calm down until I told him what we were about to do next. I didn't have him standing there for no reason. I understood he wanted to get in the car, but I'm not going to waste his time or my time with allowing him to do something that needs to be undone because the the other part of the situation is not even on the same page. See, when it comes to you praying and asking God for something, you have to understand that God goes ahead of you. And before he tells you to make your next move, he needs to make sure that the other people involved or whatever circumstances or situations is in alignment with what he's telling you to do. And sometimes that means you're just going to have to stand here and be still. And it seems like you're in a silent season because you don't know what you're doing next. But God is saying, I'm working on something that you don't understand right now. I'm getting clarity on something that you don't understand right now. I'm working it out and I'm not just going to have you out here doing stuff that don't even make sense. I'm not going to tell you to go if the paths aren't already straight. I'm not going to send you there if my favorite isn't ahead of you. So I need you to understand that in certain seasons, I will tell you to stop and be still and I won't give you any more directions because I'm working something out on the other side. I had Josiah on my right and my mama to my left and they over here confused don't know what they're doing and he's over here asking me what he should be doing but in this moment I need you to be still because as a parent or as a guardian or as someone
someone that's looking over you, I want to make sure before I give you the next step that over here is taken care of, that over here makes sense. See, you don't know what God is working on on the other side of your situation. You don't know what God is working on in the heart of that person. You don't know what God is working on in that job that you're praying for. You don't know what God is working on at that school that you want to go to. You don't know what God is doing on the other side. And if you get like Josiah was, jumping up and down, running back and forth, I'm worried about you hurting yourself. I'm worried about you falling down. I'm worried about you making a mess. I'm worried about you wasting your time. There's so much that God has to worry about. And he's worrying about us because we're trying to make moves on our own timetable. But I said, stand right here and be still. Stop. Don't do nothing else. Just stand here. And he didn't have no clarity and he didn't have no answers. But guess what? He was protected and he wasn't wasting his time. And I knew he wasn't going to hurt his hand. And God knows you're not going to hurt your heart. And God knows you're not going to miss out on the opportunity. And God knows you're not going to be backstabbed. And God knows you're not going to waste money going there. If you just stand and be still, he will give you the next step when it's time to make the next step. But when you try to move on your timetable, when you try to move on your own plan or what you feel like is best, sometimes you end up wasting your time. Sometimes you end up moving outside of God's will because God knows what's happening next and you don't. Josiah didn't understand what was happening in that situation. He just saw a car and I just want to get in the back seat. But there's no use of getting in the back seat of a car that's not moving. It's another word. I'm just saying it's another word. It's the word in the word. There's no point in getting into a situation that's not going nowhere. There's no point in getting into an entanglement that's not going nowhere. There's no point in going in a date if he's not the man that God has for you. There's no point in moving to that state if that's not where your favor lies. There's no point in getting in this car if it's not even going nowhere. So God is saying today, and that's today's seed. Stand still. Stand still. I know you anxious. I know you see it in front of you. I know you want to get in. I know you want to buckle up. I know you want to go on a ride. I know, I know, but stand still. Because I got to make sure that everybody in this situation is on the same page. See, I had to tell him to stand still because I need the dealer on the same page and I need my mama on the same page. Is this car going somewhere? Are we moving? Okay, let me make sure with y'all before I bring him into this. I don't want to bring him into confusion. I don't want to bring him into chaos. I don't want to bring him into mess. So I need you to stand still while I work this out over here. God is saying stand still. Still, you need to stand still. And I know there's no answers in that. And I know that may cause nerves and anxiety and you're a little nervous and you feeling depressed and you feeling unsure. I know there's a lot of emotions. I can only imagine what Josiah was thinking standing there because you saying stand still. But what do I what do I do from here? Where do I go from here? But just stand still. Today's seed is stand still because the last thing God wants you to do is get in a car that's not moving and waste your time. Get at a job that's not moving and waste, get in a relationship that's not moving, get in a friendship that's not moving, get in a state that's not moving and waste your time. So stand still because God is working something out on the other side of it that you don't see and you may not even understand right now. So I know you want the answers, but stand still. And you can sow the standstill seed to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zell, the Christian Bay at gmail.com. This word is for somebody and this is your answer. You've been praying. 
You even tried fasting or you have been fasting because you want to know what to do. And God is saying today, stand still, calm down, stand still, be still. 40, Psalm 4610, be still, calm down and know that I am God because Josiah's excitement could have also got him hurt. Calm down and know that I am God. If y'all want to know how the story ends, we did go on a test drive. So he ended up getting in the car, but I didn't give him the okay to get in until I knew it was moving. And that's the word that God has for you today. When it's moving, when it's ready for takeoff, when it meets the standard that he's called you to live on, when it can treat you like royalty, when it can carry you to the destiny that he has for you, then he'll give you the okay to get in. Okay, let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk to you, to pray, to for me to share this fresh revelation, Father God. I thank you for using me as your vessel, Father God. I pray over this word. I seal this word with the blood of Jesus, Father God, and I pray that it reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach, Father God, and that this word delivers a peace of a sense of peace father god allow them to feel a peace that takes over them and surpasses all understanding so that they're able to rest in the knowledge of you and who you are and rest and know that if god is telling me to be still he working something out on my behalf and when i do make a move it's gonna be the best move my next move gonna be the best move because it's gonna be the move that god told me to do father god i pray that this word drops that type of confidence in their spirit father god and allows them to be assured that you are still moving even when it looks like we're at a standstill father god i love you i thank you for this word i pray over those who sow into this word but most importantly i pray over those who stand on your word father god i love you and i forever praise your name in jesus name we pray Amen. Josiah, you want to come say amen? Mm -hmm. Okay, come on. Say amen. Amen. Say, I love you guys. I love you guys. Have a good day. Have a good day. Bye, y'all.